Today, we're bringing you an encore of one of our favorite episodes of the last few months. Thanks to all of our listeners for a great year and happy holidays. Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Jim Egan, co-head of U.S. Securitized Products Research here at Morgan Stanley. And I'm Jay Bacow, the other co-head of U.S. Securitized Products Research. And on this episode of the podcast, we'll be discussing our year-ahead outlook for the U.S. housing market for 2023. It's Thursday, November 17th at 1 p.m. in New York. So, Jim, it's outlook season. And when we think about the outlook for the housing market, we're not just looking in 2023. People live in their houses for their whole lives. Exactly. We are contemplating what's going to happen to the housing market, not just in 23, but beyond in this year's version of the outlook. But just to remind the listeners, we have talked about this on this podcast in the past, but our view for 2023 hasn't changed all that much. What we think we're going to see is a bifurcation narrative in the housing market between activities, so home sales and housing starts, and home prices. The biggest driver of that bifurcation, affordability. Because of the increase in prices, because of the incredible increase in mortgage rates that we've seen this year, affordability has been deteriorating faster than we've ever seen it. That's going to bring sales down. But the affordability for current homeowners really hasn't changed all that much. We're talking about deterioration for first-time homebuyers, for prospective homebuyers. Current homeowners, in a lot of instances, have locked in very low 30-year fixed-rate mortgages. We think they're just incentivized to keep their homes off the market. They're locked into their current mortgage, if you will. That keeps supply down. That also means they're not buying a home on the follow. So it means that sales fall even faster. Sales have outpaced the drop during the great financial crisis. We think that continues through the middle of next year. We think sales ultimately fall 11% next year from an already double-digit decrease in 2022 on a year-over-year basis. But we do think home prices are more protected. We think they only fall 4% year-over-year next year. But when we look out to 2024, it's that same affordability metric that we really want to be focused on. And home prices plays a role, but so do mortgage rates. Jay, how are we thinking about the path for mortgage rates into 2024? Right. So obviously, the biggest driver of mortgage rates are, first, where treasury rates are, and then the risk premium between treasury rates and mortgage rates. The driver of treasury rates, among other things, is expectations for Fed policy. And our economists are expecting the Fed to cut rates by 25 basis points in every single meeting in 2024, bringing the Fed rate 200 basis points lower. When you overlay the fact that the yield curve is inverted and our interest rate strategists are expecting the 10-year note to fall further in 2023, and risk premium on mortgages is already pretty wide and we think that spread can narrow, we think the mortgage rate to the homeowner can go from a peak of a little over 7% this year to perhaps below 6% by 2024. Jim, that should help affordability, right? At least on the margins. It should. And that is already playing a role in our sales forecasts and our price forecasts. I mentioned that sales are falling faster than they did during the great financial crisis. We think that that pace of change really inflects in the second half of next year. Not that home sales will increase. We think they'll still fall. They're just going to fall at a more mild or more modest pace. Home prices, the trajectory there also could potentially be more protected in this improved affordability environment because I don't get the sense that inventories are really going to increase with that drop in mortgage rates. Right. And when we look at the distribution of mortgage rates in America right now, it's not uniformly distributed. The average mortgage rate is 3.5%. But right now, when we think how many homeowners have at least 25 basis points of incentive to refinance, which is generally the minimum threshold, it rounds to 0.0%. If mortgage rates go down to 4%, about 2.5 points below where they are right now, 
we're still only at about 10% of the universe has incentive to refinance. So while rates coming down will help, you're not going to get a flood of supply. We think that's important when it comes to just how far home prices can fall here. The lock-in effect will still be very prevalent. And we do think that that continues to support home prices, even if they are falling on a year-over-year basis, as we look out beyond 2023 into 2024 and further than that. Now, the biggest pushback we get to this outlook when we talk to market participants is that we're too constructive. People think that home prices can fall further. They think that home prices can fall faster. And one of the reasons that tends to come up in these conversations is some anchoring to the great financial crisis. Home prices fell about 30% from peak to trough. But we think it's important to note that that took over five years to go from that peak to that trough. In this cycle, home prices peaked in June 2022. So December of next year is only 18 months forward. The fastest home prices ever fell, or the furthest they ever fell over a 12-month period, 12.7% during the great financial crisis. And that took a lot of distress, forced sellers, defaults, and foreclosures to get to that negative 12.7%. We think that without that distress, because of how robust lending standards have been, the down 4% is a lot more realistic for where we could be over the course of next year. Going further out, the narrative that we'll hear pretty frequently is, well, home prices climbed 40% during the pandemic they can reverse out the entirety of that 40%. And we think that that relies on kind of the faulty premise that in the absence of COVID, if we never had to deal with this pandemic for the past roughly three years, that home prices would have just been flat. If we had this conversation in 2019, we were talking about a lot of demand for shelter. We were talking about a lack of supply of shelter, not clearly the imbalance that we saw in the aftermath of the pandemic, but those ingredients were still in place for home prices to climb. If we pull trend home price growth from 2015 to 2019 forward to the end of 2023 and compare that to where we expect home prices to be with the decrease that we're already forecasting, the gap between home prices and where that trend price growth implies they should have been, 9%. Till the end of 2024, that gap is only 5%. While home prices can certainly overcorrect to the other side of that trend line, we think that the lack of supply that we're talking about because of the lock-in effect, we think that the lack of defaults and foreclosures because of how robust lending standards have been, we do think that that leaves home prices much more protected, doesn't allow for those very big year-over-year decreases, and we think peak to trough is a lot more control, probably in the mid-teens in this cycle. So when we think about the outlook for the U.S. housing market in 2023 and beyond, home sale activity is going to fall. Home prices will come down some, but are protected from the types of falls that we saw during the great financial crisis by the lock-in effect and the better outlook for the credit standards in the U.S. housing market now than they were beforehand. Jim, always great talking to you. Great talking to you too, Jay. And thank you all for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app and share the podcast with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 